This is Gemarin Ksubis, the Dav, Sadi Bez, Gemar Chsima Taiva, going Gvetol. Aschos to be able to continue learning the Dav each and every day together. We pick it up on the bottom of Sadi Aleph Amid Bez. We're about 12 lines from the bottom in which the Gemara continues. The first word line is Saluki Salkua. There was a person who sold the ksuba of his mother for for a small amount of money. Usually is a term that's used with regard to kehanim, etc. But here, Rashi explains it just means he sold it for a little bit of cash. And the person that sold the ksuba of his mother told the buyer, and my mother comes and protests that I'm selling your ksuba. I will not save it for you. Meaning, this is a form of sale without a chrais. We know these two types of sales, which we should remind ourselves, as this is going to be very relevant to a lot of today's discussion. There's with a chrais and without a chrais. Anytime you make a sale with a chrais, what does that mean? That means that in the event of that, the sale goes sour that someone else who I owe money to comes and collects this field from you, you could come back to me and say, what's going on? You sold me the field, and I have a chrayis, I have a guarantee, and I have to help you out. If I sell something without a chrayis, that means you're taking a risk. If you want it, great. You obviously get it for a better price. But if someone comes to collect it from you, so do I owe money to, you cannot come back and have any claims against me. So similarly in this case, this person sold his ksuba of his mother, and he said to the buyer, my mother comes and protests, I'm not going to help you. And what happened? The mother died. The mother didn't protest the sale. The mother was nifter. And the mother didn't say anything. So the buyer seemingly thinks he's golden. He gets the mother's ksuba. He himself, the son, the one that sold the ksuba, came and protested the sale and said to the guy, what are you doing buying my mother's ksuba? I want it back. So Rami Bar Chama thought, no, you are the same halacha as your mother. And just like the mother would have, yes, been able to protest the sale of the ksuba, so to the kid. Meaning, even though you are the actual son that sold the ksuba in the first place, but just like you sold it without a chrais, that if the mother would have protested, she would have won the fight, so too you, the son, is able to protest and get back the ksuba in lieu and in place of the mother. Amar le Rava comes on Rava and Rava says, says Rava, this is ridiculous. I understand that this person didn't accept the Achrayis of his mother, but Achrayis didei milay kabul. But it makes no sense. It can't be that he doesn't accept his own Achrayis. Certainly that he does accept, and therefore he cannot protest the sale. We're seeing from over here a bit of a chedish that even though it's sold without Achrayis, there's a level that is implicitly understood that you, the one that sold the item, can't be the one to protest. Now that exact detail is going to transfer into the next story. Omar Rami Bar Chava. It's a little bit of a confusing story, just confusing with the names. Ruvin Shemachar Sadal So let's use me and you, you, whoever the listener is, 
I sold a field to you, and I tell you, this field, I'm not guaranteeing it at all, and if I own monies from someone a year ago, and that guy comes to collect from me, and I don't have what to pay him, he's able to come to you and get the field in payment for the loan. Vasa Shimon, and you go, and you sell it back to me, so I buy back my field, but this sale is with a chrayis. I pay more money. I say, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to take any chances. I know you, and you might have people that you owe money to, and therefore I buy it with a chrayis in case someone comes to collect it. So we turn over to Sadi Bey's Amenal. It says the Gemara, what happened? Fascinating. My own Balchayv. Let's say my original sale to you was on January 1st. You sold that to me on February 1st. And let's say someone that I own money to in December, before the whole story comes. So just like that person would have been able to come to you and collect, he comes to me and says, that field that you just bought back, I want. The Qatar of and he wants to collect it. So says the Gemara, what's the halacha in this case? The halacha is that Shimon, you have to go and save it for Ruvain. Since you sold it to me and you guaranteed my sale, you sold it to me when I bought it back from you, you sold it with Achrayas. So now that this guy is coming to collect, it's true, it's my own creditor, but the Ma'is at the end of the day, you sold it to me with Achrayas. So you have an obligation to me. So you have to make good of the sale. And Amr le and says Rava, nothing doing. Nay, the Christ, Alma it's true. Then I bought it from you, you guarantee me against, against the whole world. Christ didn't have shame, it can't be that you accepted your own guys, the Christ. And since it's my own creditor, you do not have to save the field for me. But says the Gemara, four lines down, that you be the Maral of Maita Rava. But Rava is Maita. Rava's Maida in a very similar case with a slight nuance. If I inherit a field from Yaakov, not from you, from a third person, and then I sell to you, meaning the same story, but it doesn't begin that I sell one of my fields to you. It begins that I got a field from a third party, and then I sold it to you. And then, and then he sold it back to the Rechaiz, Vasa Baal the Yaakov. Now it's not my own Baal Chayv, but rather it's the third party's Baal Chayv. The third party's creditor that comes to collect with Qadar Vleiminei. And he collects it. Dinu Dazel Shimon Vaisilei. In this case, it is indeed the din that Shimon has to save it from me, Minei. My Taima. Baal the Yaakov, Baal Chayv the Almadami. Because this is like a random Baal Chayv. And when I bought it back from you, I bought it back with a Chayis. Which means that you guaranteed me the sale. You said you're going to make sure that no one takes it away from me. Now someone is taking it away from me. And therefore the halacha is that you have to give it back. Omar Rami Bar says the Gemara. A similar case with 13 lines down. The first one line is Shemachar. Ruvain sells the field to Shimon with a chrayis. Vizakaf Allah bimilva. Now... Let's say the same case. Well, I don't want to make it that you don't have money. So I sold the field to Shimon. But Shimon has no cash to pay me for the field. So Zakav Lava Milva, he writes up a shah and I owe you. He makes it into halva. Shimon now owes me $100 for this field. 
Uh, well, let's actually give a different case because I don't want to have to be nifter for this one. So let's just use Reuben and Shimon like the Gemara says. Reuben sells a field to Shimon and Shimon has no cash. They write up as a milva. Umeis Reuben and Reuben, the seller, is nifter. So someone that Reuben owed money to comes. So he goes to Shimon and says, Shimon, Reuven owed me money. You, Shimon, owed Reuven money. So pay me. And Shimon says, okay, it's true. I owe Reuven cash. I owe him a hundred bucks. Here is a hundred dollars I owe Reuven. Says the Gemara, The children of Reuven can go to Shimon and tell Shimon, My father, says the kids of Reuven, left by you, Shimon, Metaltalin. You owed my father cash. And the halacha is, And cash is not mishubin, cash is not encumbered, cash is not something that one is obligated to pay for the assignment. So the kids can tell Shimon, I know that you just paid this guy, but guess what? That money was never mishubin, and therefore, I'm sorry to say, Shimon, you still owe us the money that you owed our father, and that is indeed the halacha that Shimon would have to pay them. But says the Gemara, what if Shimon wants to save his save himself? Fifteen lines at the bottom of the Amin, the first one line is Mishtabdi. If Shimon is smart, then he should give the kids land. That if Shimon is smart, after Shimon just paid off to these Baal Chayif, and now the kids are coming along and saying, guess what, you still owe us cash. You know what Shimon should do? Shimon should say, you're right. I owe your father a hundred bucks. Here's a piece of land in payment of that, that debt that I owe to your father. And then Shimon can go and take the land back from them. Why? That if the Yisayimim collect land for a debt of their father's the Balchayim could be collected and therefore Shimon could give them the field, but he would indeed be able to go get it back for the fact that he paid the Yisayimim. So that is how Shimon could potentially save himself. Says the Gemara, another case with a guarantee, with a Christ. Omar Rabba. Ten lines at the bottom, the first one line is Reuven. Reuven, Shemachar, Kolsay, Dice of the Shim. Reuven sells all his fields to Shimon. Vachazar, Shimon, Machar, Sadach, Salevi. And Shimon goes and sells one of those fields to Levi. Vasabal, Chayv, the Reuven. So someone who Reuven owed money to comes after Reuven sold all his properties to Shimon. Ratzim, he's a Gaiva, Ratzim, he's a Gaiva. Says the Gemara, he could either collect from Shimon that bought all the properties of Reuven, or he could collect from Levi. Because since Levi bought a property from Shimon, which originally originated from Reuven, the creditor of Reuven could collect either from Shimon or from Levi. But qualifies the Gemara for lines on the bottom. Says the Gemara, this is only true of Levi. Bought Bainanis, there's three qualities of land, Indias being the best, Bainanis being the medium grade, and Ziburians being the worst. So says the Gemara, this is only when Levi bought this medium grade. Why? Avalzamna Indis Viziburius. But let's say, Ruth Shimon and Levi, what do they buy? The best and the worst, but not, neither of them bought the Bainanis. Matsi Amr Lelach, Hidarcha Zvini Aradol Chazi Lach. 
then they could say that, no, we don't have to pay from you. The reason being is because which, which quality field does a Baal collect from? The Baal collects from Bainanis. So Levi could say, I purposely went and bought the best and the worst so that we don't have to be bothered by the creditor. And now the Gemara qualifies this further and says, Bainanis Navi and even if they did collect bainis, it's only not true. They only have to pay the bainis. It's only if they didn't leave over bainis in the same amount. If Shimon's estate still had bainis after Levi bought it, then of course you have to first go to Shimon's estate. But if Levi left behind similar medium grade land, then Levi can say to the creditor, what are you coming to me? I left over an area that you could collect from from Shimon's estate, and you have to indeed go and collect from there and not from me. Continues the Gemara, Amr Abay in the second line, Ruvain sells a field to Shimon with a Christ. And so when that Reuben owed money too, comes and grabs it from Shimon. Do you know who the Allah is? The Azul Reuben, even though he's grabbing it from Shimon. But because this creditor came from Reuben, that Reuben owed him money, Reuben is able to go, and Reuben is able to settle the account with him. Reuben is able to go to the Baal Chayv and either pay him or figure out where the cash is due to him from. But says the Gemara of Lomatzi Amar Lei Laval Varn Didiat, the creditor can't say to Reuben, What are you doing here? I'm collecting this money. Why? Because Reuben's going to say, Guess what? You're taking it from Shimon, it's true. But after you collect it from Shimon, Shimon's going to come back to me. So instead of Shimon coming back to me, I'm just going to deal with you straight. Vikid Yami says the Gemara, another Lashon, three lines in the bottom. I feel shalai be'achrayis. Now that's a much bigger chedesh. Because in the first case, since the field was sold with achrayis, then Ruvi didn't end up coming back to Shimon. So I understand that Shimon is able to talk to the Baal Chayf. But says the Yig of the Ami, the second Lashon, even if the original sale was without achrayis, he still could fight the case for him. Why? could say, I don't want Shimon to have tarumais, to have complaints against me. And even though Shimon won't be able to properly collect from me because he bought that Achrayis, I don't want him to have complaints with me. And therefore, Reuven could say, I want to settle the account with the Baal Chayv. Omar Abaya in the last time said, He means him, he means Reuven Shemachar Sotel, the Shimon Shalom Achrayis. The Yatzalov. Let's turn over to tomorrow's daf for a quick moment. At the Gilam and Aleph, so Reuven sells a field to Shimon without Achrayis, without any guarantee. And then the Yatsa love and the, against the land there comes about at the Gimlam and Aleph Asikin. Protesters. People are saying to Shimon, this piece of land was never originally Ruvain's. So you shouldn't think you bought it from Ruvain. Guess what? You bought a bag of air. So actually, before Shimon actually made a chazaka, made an acquisition, a kinyan on it, he's able to renege in his sale. Once he acquired it, because can say to him, guess what? You bought a bag full of nuts. I sold it to you. You didn't want a chrayis. It's your tough luck if it ends up being that it was never mine. 
says the Gemara, at what point is it considered a chazaka that Shimon can no longer pack out? The first round is when he walks along the borders. Even if he's older with a chrysis. Reuven can still say, show me the tirfach, show me the collection document, show me who's taken away from you, and only then I will pay for you. But in the meantime, you have to let him collect the field, and only later can you settle the account with me. I will pick up from the Mishnah on the next year. Pesiyat Adishmai.